Alrighty. Uh, welcome, listeners, to the Holiday Podcast. I'm your host, KQ Dog, and Whitley is here, Teamster. Yeah. How are you? I'm fine. I was just joking around with Tia and Jasmine. What you mean? Oh, you were just, oh. That's what Teamster is about. Teamster is what they call UPS workers. Mm. Which are currently about to go on strike. As of July 31st, they are going on strike and there will be no packages being touched. Why are they going on strike? Uh, Better pay for part-time and full-time workers. Mm. The last strike was in 1997. Hey, your boy was born on that year. Great year. Great year. Clearly, because that's when they went on strike and it lasted for 15 days. Mm. Well, how long have they currently been on strike now? Oh, they hadn't started yet. Hadn't started yet. They haven't started. They all voted to go on strike. Oh, uh, Negotiations are at a standstill. So, <laughs> Matia and Jasmine were getting dressed for work while they were putting their shoes on. I said, what's that part in uh, Got to Do Little? And they was like, spread the word. The trucks don't move. <laughs> the beaver. Because <laughs> they were going on strike. Ain't that some shit. And they got the cows in it. And it was like, I don't know what's wrong. They're not producing any milk. Strike. 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 <laughs> hmm. I was like, because the only people, when they strike, and the only people allowed in the building is management. So how long do you think this will last? Shoot, as of two days ago, they said negotiations is at a standstill. So. I don't know. Well. Hold on. Yeah, negotiations were at a standstill. So I just looked all that up. All that up. Mm. Well, we'll obviously get more information on that because Whitley will have the info. Oh man, man, today is uh, today's an interesting uh, podcast episode sixty three. Um, this will be after my fan reunion, so. I will definitely have some type of content in between focusing on my family reunion, but I know when this episode comes out, it'll be after. Um, so, as of right now, I am a day before leaving to go to my family reunion in Alabama, which will be awesome. Um, I'll tell you details in other episodes further, but I'm just letting you guys know that this is after the family reunion, but I am not. But this episode is before I'm leaving, so haha. <laughs> However, that shit works, but trust me, it all makes sense later. Um, so yeah, um, having said that, the day before going into the family reunion, I'm not even in the best headspace. I was uh debating if I wanted to even pod today, damn it. The hell you be 
man, it's just a lot of things have been happening uh, with your with your lovely host, personal personal life. You know, where I'm just shit's taking a toll. You know, shit starts taking taking a toll to where you know I'm not always jolly jolly, motherfuckers. <laughs> it ain't always jolly jolly. You know, uh, grateful to have the uh, special guest episode, special guests on the podcast as well. Lovely to Don Don, uh, comedic host, uh, comedic guest. Sorry, um, just shouting out shit that you guys already heard before. But yeah, man, um, I'll probably have a better attitude going to the next podcast. I promise you, I will. But I just, I'm just in the, I'm in the, I'm in, I'm in the low. I'm in a funk. I'm in a funk right now, and life is just kicking my ass. Right, and hopefully the Sunway Union will give me a pick me up because I just I just need to get away, get my mind away from the bullshit, just get my head clear of all this chaos called the world. Chaos is just beginning. Talking about, I know, and I'm I need and I'm mentally not prepared right now. I mentally need to get my head. My, I need to get my head clear. I need some head space. I need some head room. Okay. My head in the clouds. You know, just get my mind off the shit for a little bit. Maybe maybe these trips on the plane, I could just 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 stare outside a window and just be like, yeah, whatever. Just, yeah. Oh, no. You just know you just had the moments where you just... You just you just have a mental fatigue, and you just need a new a new place of scenery to just be around, and to just get you to, to just get your mind clear. Like when I went to Vegas, like when I went to Vegas for a week, and I was in Vegas uh, with my mom, and my grandma. Like that was that was a great week to just get my mind away from shit, and then I went back with a brand new attitude coming back to Cali. So I think that's what I need with this family reunion for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. I know you guys didn't come in here about me wallowing and shit like that. I know we got topics and things to talk about, foolishness to get into. What's what's going on? What's going on, Whitley? You ain't been back for a minute, so what's going on? Yeah, what says 97% of members have voted to authorize a strike? Damn. Dude. That's a lot. That's a lot. This is UPS. Yeah, that's a that's a lot. So, uh, well, well, okay. I guess we could start with with the, with this FedEx slash UPS slash FedEx story. Uh, FedEx is not really a part of this, but I mean, I'll piggyback because I was an ex FedEx employee, and this actually happened, and I can talk about it because it's been settled. Um, so uh, about a year ago, especially when I first moved to California, I was let go from FedEx. Um, I was suspended without pay and I personally felt like the reasoning behind it was, um, it wasn't a good reason. I felt like the judge, it was a, it was a bad judgment call. And in terms of how they had their policy set up, it was real strict to where, you know, I don't know. It it was, I I didn't, I, I felt like, I felt like it was foul play. Right. But I didn't bitch about it. I didn't, I, whatever. I took the plate. I took the papers. I kept on with my life. I moved on my life and I'm here now doing all these great magnificent things. Having said that I was getting pieces of mail regarding a lawsuit. One of the employees of FedEx filed a lawsuit 
against FedEx and it was a major lawsuit that covered um, a mass amount of employees, including myself, because it covered a span of time if you worked for the company during this time. And I was a part of this lawsuit, so I was getting filing papers about what was going on. And it was a multi-million dollar lawsuit. And I was like, oh, I might get a split of this pie. And, you know, it was between, you know, a, a hundred, a couple thousand employees. So obviously when you split that, you ain't getting only so much, right? So I wasn't tripping about it. So up until recently, probably about uh, probably like a couple weeks ago, probably say a month ago now, um, I got another piece of mail from the settlement company uh, and I got a check. I got a check regarding the FedEx lawsuit. It's been settled and I had a piece of my pie. Now, I, now the piece of my pie was very small, but it was a piece of pie still. So I ain't mad at y'all. I, I want to know how much the piece of pie was. Uh, the piece of pie was like, like four to seven dollars and some cent. <laughs> oh, that was a, that was a crumb piece. It was a piece that I was ex- a piece that I wasn't expecting at all. But thank, listen, all I'm saying is FedEx was on some bullshit, and unfortunately for them, they had to pay up even still to this day to me about they bullshit. So I'm glad that I didn't act a fool and didn't raise Kane to HR because of what I felt like was wrong. I just let it happen and look at God still giving me checks. So, um, you know, I understand from a UPS standpoint, if there's things that y'all want to get moving, y'all get together and y'all make it happen. I understand. I ain't mad at you. My thing is, they want better pay. Blood, y'all already get a lot of pay. Y'all know that, right? What do you mean? They some hot UPS drivers are high paying drivers. Why? Why are you fucking up the code, nigga? So what? So what? Get let them get more. No, no, no. I ain't fucking it up. I'm just saying. I'm like, y'all want war? Go ahead. That that's all y'all. That. That is if, on y'all. If they feel like they are worth more, then damn it, get more. Because they probably, what happened was, what UPS, what they like to do is, during the downtime, they like to pay you less. For the same amount of work you're doing during peak season. Just because there's less packages coming in, they, they change the pay. During peak season, the pay is higher. Because they need you. Do you not realize you still need us if it, if the packages are low volume? Like you still need us. Like what what are you doing? Well, Whitley, um, machines and AI technology is starting to take care of the assembly line known as packaging. So Amazon is already feeling that already a lot of their warehouses are getting cleaned out and getting replaced with um, machines to handle packaging so in terms of yeah there's still people using those machines i've seen inside amazon as well amazon still has people working those machines like people they have like they move by themselves but there's still people there working listen i'm saying from that standpoint if you want to go out and get your money now, if whether you're a package handler or you are a driver, then you need to get in where you fit in and make sure you get the proper salary 
because when the AI and the and the machines start coming in, you might not have much of a thing to negotiate. So it says. So UPS is saying you guys walked away from the table. You're saying UPS walked away from the table. They both sides did. The union rep supporter walked away from the table and then the UPS people, like management and all this, they walked away. They all both walked away from the table. Not settling the deal. It was like, if we have to, we'll go on strike. And they voted. And that's where it came from. 90. So it says, we are trying to make cert- certain that they understood how important this fight is for our 340,000 members that deliver goods and services through the tough times we've seen in the pandemic. Our pipe timers at UPS are working for poverty wages some of them are single mothers, single dads, working crazy hours, which is true. But the, but like you said before, the pay compensates for these for these things, right? No, it doesn't. No, that's what I'm saying. Like drivers, yes, they're. In a way, they still make like top pay for drivers is like forty forty six dollars, but that's that's an eighteen wheeler driver. I've heard of some package handlers making forty six something at top pay, but that's it's still not enough. You deal with all this heat, you deal with heavy packages, then you gotta make you gotta make sure you're on your mark. And your deliveries get there on time. See, now from a package handler standpoint, I will speak a little bit. I know UPS. Your infection. definition of package handler is different from UPS's package. I was gonna package. say, I was gonna say, FedEx is different from UPS in terms of how they get down. But nonetheless, as a package handler, I have seen people in there who should not be in there. (laughs) I've seen older elderly people who probably should uh, be in the back looking at cameras, picking up big ass packages and throwing them in the 18 wheelers. And I'm like, God damn. But that's the part where the pay and the benefits that come with it, especially if you're full time. And if you really are in the trenches like that, and let's just say it's a heavy day, it's a heavy day, it's a full load of shit, it's a, the whole warehouse is packed. That's a good day. It's a good day, and it goes by really fast, especially if you uh if if you're on like the night shift. Uh, so if you're on, tw- uh, oh man, I, I I forgot all the day, day shift, twilight. You know you you y- y'all know y'all know the shift names, but basically. Yeah, man. You know, cause there be days where shit be slowed up. There ain't no work, and you probably get out. You probably your shit probably end earlier than it's supposed to, and that shit pisses that shit pisses me off more than anything. I'd rather stay for both shifts because y'all need more people. Fuck yeah, it's more money for me. So, 
especially when holidays come on this peak season. Oh, when it's peak season and, and, and it actually is moving like it's peak season, then yeah, it's perfect. Drivers, package handlers, 18 wheelers, we got shit to do. We got money to get. I ain't tripping. You know that. And I now again, I don't know if that mentality goes for UPS, but when it's FedEx and it's like that, oh yeah, I ain't tripping. The money gonna get it. If you're full time, the benefits is gonna pay off when you uh when you need them days off. Nah, they like to switch it up like during peak season. Did your pay ever change though? Um from peak season and when it wasn't peak season? Yes. That's not okay. Like you're still you're still working. Like what do you mean? Like down okay, so our peak season is during the cold time. Mm-hmm. No one's getting overheated or any of that. I mean you can still get overheated in the wintertime, but it's not as likely. Versus in this in the summertime, they're not giving them to, they're not giving them good pay. To stay in a hot ass fucking warehouse. Well, you're paying that... you're paying them less when they're working. Basically, they're sweating more. You see what I'm saying? I mean, in terms of what you're saying, I as a as, and what you're saying again, I am I am making sure we have different understandings of business. My pay does not go down from what it was when I came in there. So my base is X Y Z. Peak season, it increases X Y Z. But when it goes back down, it goes back to my base. Or if I am liable or in, uh, eligible to go to part to, uh, full time, then there then the decrease from peak season to base doesn't go back down that much anyway. No, I've seen I've seen it go down to like where I didn't start with. I'm like, what the fuck. Oh, that's a problem. Well, yes, I agree with you a thousand percent. That's a problem, and that needs to be addressed. And that should be that should be addressed in the union, and it should be never again touched in those type of situations. But in terms of uh, regular base pay versus peak season pay, back to regular base pay, I have no problem with that. If anything, that's you know I came because of the base anyway. Um, so you know the peak season was 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 actually whip extra whipped cream on top. <clears throat> but uh, but again, I mean in terms of. Uh, me personally, and I'm, you know, I'm a person who likes to be active. You know, I'm very agile and very athletic. So I personally enjoyed uh, doing the package handling in the 18 wheelers and building big ass walls. Like that was my shit. That was fun, you know, and, and especially when you got good people who know how to do the same thing. Um, so yeah, man, um, I actually enjoyed being a package handler. Um, and, you know, if I was, if, if the transfer wasn't so shitty when I came to Oakland, then uh, I probably still would be with FedEx and I probably would be higher in the company because I really enjoyed uh, what they had to offer in terms of benefits and XYZ. This is not an ad for FedEx because you guys did some bullshit. But I I will say that, you know, um, there was a lot of character building with that company. I will say that. Yeah, I, I love you, Bia. I love working for them. But... Yeah, no. I think um... when I came in, peak season... Pay was at like twenty two dollars, mm-hmm. and then when peak season came back around again, they only went to eighteen or nineteen. Mm. Well, I don't want to make this a full on UPS FedEx podcast, but 
uh, you know, there's definitely things that I had. I had conversations with managers and, you know, even though you'll get different answers depending on where you stand in the company, um, I made sure that my that my pay was never decreased below the base that I came in with. So that's all I have to say about that. Well, as a union, you can't you don't really have a say. You can well, talk yeah, to your union rep, but and I've talked to him quite a few times. Like great he's a great guy. Great guy. He's he yeah. He gets shit done. Well yeah. Shout out to UPS and FedEx. Hopefully you guys well, UPS will get the things that they want. All right, let's get into these motherfucking topics. And I don't even feel like getting into all of them because Cam is not here. Uh, let's see, let's see. Hmm, let's go to Carrie Hilson. I love when I love when women have things to say so you can interpret them for me Whitley because I just be a dude who don't know shit so I need you to just tell me what 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 she means by these by this what does Carrie Hilson mean by this Whitley hold on give us maybe one second what did Carrie Hilson say ah a man will brag about not being in the streets but be on social media habitually tossing around and returning subliminal bait with women he finds attractive, making new friends, lining his pockets with options, collecting void filters, creating methods of having his ego stroked, giving more attention and conversation, and moving the finalists offline and onto his phone, eventually meeting up. Just because we can't see you doesn't mean it's not happening. You just take the back roads. The destination is still the same. Let's just call a spade a spade. Somebody cheating. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody Somebody cheating. And she's like, bruh. Somebody cheating for real. Because she doesn't see some shit. She's like, just because you ain't acting on it, but she's still doing it on social media. You cheating, bro. See. Obviously, this sounds like a plate. This sounds like from a hurt place, not a hurt place. That, that, not... No, that that's what hell of a hurt place. She she felt that that ain't just like how many characters she tweeted that. She tweeted this, yes. How many characters can you tweet in a tweet? Oh, <laughs> uh, see, I, I see, I see where you're going with this. I see what you, I see where you're saying. She, she Bro, that's a get, long ass tweet. She used she every motherfucking out. character. She, she didn't leave no room. She needed she every might, single she, part of that. Bro, she might even had negative one. <laughs> you know how I get when you have too many. She had to delete some spaces. Delete some periods because that uh ego stroke has three periods, but I know she put several periods there. Oh yeah, she did and an emoji. So I'm like, she she had a downs she had a downsize this message. A man will brag about not being in the streets, but be on social media habitually tossing out and returning subliminal bait. Bro, you out here putting putting your face <laughs> on the internet. 
and loving the attention that you're getting on the internet, but you ain't but you ain't for the streets though. How does that classify you not as for the streets? The streets is watching, and the streets of uh, 2023 is now social media. So everybody be watching. You know why has no one ever said that shit? The streets is on social media. Someone said in the comment section, "Virtual streets." Th- thank. Okay, there you go. There you go. Mm. 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 Men, be careful, man. Men, you. Someone is messing up. Someone is getting caught out here, and you. This is what happens when you slip up. I'm trying to figure I, out who you're talking about. See that? That's not. And see, this is where I give Carrie Hilson class S tier. Did nothing. Not a name. Not a not a act. Not nothing. Now now now. This is where I know she does mean business. You is in capital Y O U. So she so so obviously she's pointing at somebody. She is she, pointing. She got that thumb under the index finger. You. <laughs> so so whoever you are, you better you better be thankful that Miss Car- that Miss Hilson has class. S-tier. She's playing this like Kiki Palmer's playing it. S tier class. See this. See this is what ladies need to take notes because this is perfect. This is beautiful. <laughs> I'm telling. This is how Kiki Kiki Palmer moving too like this. When you have something to say, you tweet like Drake. This is a Drake tweet. This is beautiful. <laughs> see, and men, be be thankful that whoever you are. She has enough. She has enough love for you that she does not at you in here. So, get it together, man. Please, they're giving she us great. enough respect to not at you, to not out you, bro. Come on now, come on now. You better and stop make, fucking up. Come on now, and she and she yeah. ex- and I know this is real because she because because when I read this, I was like, oh shit, this is the real game right here. This is the real game. Oh shit, someone a real nigga done fucked up. A real one that fucked up because this right this this is the too only, specific. The only thing different from her and Kiki Palmer is that everybody actually knows who Kiki Palmer's messing with. Yeah. I feel that. That nigga said a mother shouldn't wear that outfit. Nigga. Uh well, what is a mother supposed to wear? Well, if it's nuts, uh, listen. How do, you, how do you how do you feel about that? I have, I. Here's what I feel about this. I have a joking, I have a joking take, and I have a serious take. I think this will be my second time talking about this though, but it's fine. Um, on the, on this, on the serious note. Um, the tweet that he said in particular. Um, I believe he was talking about his family unit. If I have anything to say about that whole thing from a serious standpoint, if you were serious about that, you would have married her before you put a baby in her and made her baby mama. So there was just certain words he said in tweets that I just felt were contradicting what he was trying to hit, what his, what his message. I, I get his message, but in terms of his dynamic of what it really is, in terms of him being the father and him not being the husband and, the, you know, the whole the nuclear family thing, like that's not a, that's not a, that's a mother but that's not your wife type shit um yeah i was like yeah you kind of got to shut up on that because of 
the way this the way the world works in that way. But on the flip side, Usher, it's it's Usher fault. It's Usher. No, no, Usher, Usher is taking Chris Brown shit. To a new... No, 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 no. Let me get my shit off. Let me get my shit off, Willie, and you'll understand. Chris Brown, I, we give him a pass. Why? Because Chris Brown just says, "Oh, who? What? What? Which lovely lady wants to come on stage?" And I'll give you this if your boyfriend's mad. He's whatever. It's just whatever. No, Usher is pointing out Kiki Palmer. This man is pointing out Sweetie. This man is pointing out the high rolling chicks. He's out here co- going for blood. Okay, he out coming for blood. Every single time we see another woman at this Usher show, it's it is it's not it's not a random beautiful woman on stage on the front row. It is a high class, high looking, good celebrity female. And nine times out of ten, they probably got a dude. Sweetie has a dude. And after nine times out of ten, there's been other performances where he has been attempting to serenade certain women who have dudes. See. I have been looking at a bunch of videos and a bunch of other things about this to where, as a, as a joking side, Usher needs to bring back where the single ladies at. Where the single ladies? I need all the I'm single ladies to make destroy homes. See, and that's the problem. See, we ain't heard, and this is this is directly from Charlemagne, so I ain't gonna act like I got it from me. But he made a good point. When have we heard Usher say where the single ladies at? Can all the single ladies make noise? And when they make noise, you go and serenade them. No, he goes to all of the women who got men next to them and say, let me sing to you real quick. Like, what the hell is wrong with you, Usher? Why are you going? And see, and see, this is the trap. This is the trap. If the man has an issue, a problem with your queen getting serenaded by Usher, you a punk bitch. That's, that's wrong. That's wrong, Usher. You putting men in a tight spot. You putting men in a real tight spot, Usher. This ain't about the women no more. This about you targeting the beautiful queens that know they got something else going on and you're going to see the other men sweat. You're trying to see men sweat, Usher. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. Because you knew damn good and well Kiki Palmer got whatever. Kiki Palmer did not have to wrap her arms around that man's neck. What is wrong with you? And even if and even if she could, man, any... Listen, there are a lot of men that fear their woman being around another man in terms of celebrity status that usher ain't a man that's is, usher usher is obviously one of the snipers that you don't want to have your woman around and you ain't around now add it to the time that she's on stage add it to the time where usher is given all the millions not millions thousands of fans this moment for him to sing to her you it's you're built it's built for disaster My fault, my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. And that is exactly the reason, that's exactly the reply that the woman's going to give to me when you come back home when I see you getting serenaded by Usher. See? My fault. My fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. That ain't my fault, it's Usher. Fuck out of here. You should know that it's Mr. Steal Your Girl. That's Trey Songz. No, no, no. Trey Songz ain't stealing nobody's bitch, okay? Let me tell you that right now. Oh, you saying the originator. Yeah, he he is bona fide, Mr. Still Your Girl. No matter, no. Trey Songz just said that the real, real devil on the shoulder is gonna be Usher. Usher didn't even have to say Mr. Still Your Girl. He already know. That's why it's a problem. Everybody already know. If Usher gonna point at you, 
I just became single in 2.5 seconds, milliseconds, whatever. Soon as that thing landed on me, who? I'm fucking somebody. Uh, nah, I just get we. Nah, we just playing. It ain't, it ain't nothing serious. <laughs> See, you came that's... with him. He's right, he's sitting right there. I, I don't know that motherfucker. I thought that seat was empty. Wow. Broken homes. See, this is why Usher just needs to say, we're the single ladies. Single ladies. Hey, I'm a single lady. fun no more. You said what? Single ladies ain't fun no more. Single ladies aren't fun anymore. What does that mean? Where's the thrill? Where's the oh we might get called? Where where's that? What? Whitley, do not project that on this fucking podcast. No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Where's the what? But it's okay that, for oh. you to talk about side chicks, but I can't be oh well oh you motherfucker. Infidelity is not what she's right. You, you are number one side nigga. So what the fuck are you talking about? Single ladies. All right, I'm sorry. I was being hypocrite. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. You are, because you were side nigga. I'm not don't say it like that. <laughs> don't say it like don't don't be saying it with such with such filth. This put some class on it, please. I, I didn't give it with Phil. I'm just trying to tell you. Remember where you fucking came from? No, I, I, I uh, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, I came from the heart. I came from the heart. Side niggas don't they, have heart. They just no, get no, no, no. See, and then smashed. But I was a virgin before I became a player. Okay, all I knew was the heart. Everybody was a virgin before they came anything. <laughs> you fucking moron! They just come out the vagina, a whore. I I still have that in me. My heart is as big as. Okay, well that was gonna go. That was about to be a triple X episode. Never mind. I have a very big heart, and it it always starts before I start getting toxic and start getting into my devious bag. Okay, I care about you as a person. So if I feel like you can't handle this type of moment or this type of energy, then I'm not gonna even put it out there because that's just not good for your soul. Now, having fun, having fun as a single person with another single person, this nigga talk about getting caught with you. I don't want to do that type of thing to where you are, I'm breaking a home and we're trying to see if we get caught. No, that's not fun. What's fun, maybe this might be a a home. It wasn't a home. She's not, she don't got no ring. There's not a home. The loyalty has to start somewhere. The trust has to start somewhere. Listen, 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 listen. I forgot where the fuck I was going with that. But it was about to be some real bullshit. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for just, thank you. Leave it. Thank you. My point is this. What the fuck was I about to say? Trust and loyalty is all we need before we get to that. I don't. I don't like. I don't like you right now. It's all right. I love oh, you. Oh, that now I remember. Now I remember what it was. What? 
So I'm listening. I'm I'm in my old R&B and shit, like music that came out like when I was born and shit. And I thought about it the other day, listening to this music. I was like, this music really fucked us up. You know, we, we 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 can talk about it. We can talk about it. Just think about it. You know the group one twelve. Um. Yeah, that wasn't my bag. But go ahead. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. Na- I'm gonna. I'm gonna name a couple people. Mm-hmm. So you you growing up, you your parents are listening to these songs. And those become one of your like pastime favorite favorite songs because back in the day your parents used to listen to it, and it becomes one of your favorite songs. Now growing up, I realized that shit put me in the wrong predicament. <laughs> I shouldn't have been sitting there listening to "Hot and Wet" with One Twelve and Ludacris at seven years old. Uh, not we're not talking about like parenting wise. I'm just talking about how the music played a part in this generation's dating. Yeah, I feel that because there's there's things we listened to back in the day that influenced you now in this generation. Like Little Kim, how many licks? Nigga, what the fuck was he doing listening to that goddamn song? What was I doing? Listening yes. to how many licks in middle school? Yeah. See, this is going to be a totally different take, but I totally see you. Yeah, you need to you need to come to your t- you need to come to terms with that because I know all the freaky deaky songs you listen to in your little plays out now. I'm gonna say for me, my overly emotional ass is over here thinking about the songs that I really took to heart, and I'm like in my dating life like does that translate in my dating life and I was like what what song would translate in my dating life and I was like oh shit crying it's out an, for me it's an wow. emotional ass song cause you you like to develop emotional connections and I was like god damn it you like to listen to the woman blah 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 that see, see what I mean the shit that it brought us into the generation that we are now and how it created all these little fucking monsters and shits of side chicks and being the way everybody is now. <laughs> I'm over here reading the lyrics. I'm like, yo, look at my life story. <laughs> I'm over here. Uh, hold on, hold on. Baby, I should have never caught no feelings. But baby, having late night conversations. Oh, but lately having late nights on your sofa. You tell me how, how tell me how he played you out over and over. Over and over. Fuck it. <laughs> but I'm stuck in the middle of seeing you hurt. And I know you want to love him. And you want to make it work. And I can't help the feeling that I knew you first. <laughs> I can hear your heart. <laughs> Over here giving jewels to y'all over here. Y'all listen. I love that song growing up. I was like, you know, damn, damn. And when really did that, that song, song come out? When did that song uh, come out? That song came out in 2009. How old were you? 
Oh Lord. Oh Lord. 97. Oh seven. I was 12. 12 years old I was. Why the fuck was you listening to that song at 12 years old? I mean, that was on the radio. You know what I'm saying? I was on the radio. That was, that was, everybody was listening to that song. Don't do that. And then, and then Lil Wayne. No, I'm not, Wayne no, no, I'm not saying that it was a bad, I'm just saying. Oh, it yeah, nah. Songs. I was too heavily invested in, in emotional shit, most definitely. 2007. Oh, shit. No, that shit came out in 2007. Excuse me. 2007. So I was 10. What the fuck was you crying out for? Who was you crying out for, guess? <laughs> I was crying. Listen, bruh. I, listen, man. I was over here. Oh, man. You, you, yo, you couldn't tell me what my life... My, my life my life had so much going on. Like, ugh, emotionally, I just had so much going on, yo. Emotional damage. <laughs> Emotional damage, dog. Nah, but see... But no, nah, I mean, other than that, I mean, I like Lloyd, shit. I, I love, I love you. Like you is one of my fa- other favorite songs I love to listen to. But then I, I mean, but I think those are just like hit songs that just came out that that year that I just. And look what the generation that grew up listening to these songs. Look at the dating pool. You know, it's crazy. I think the dudes who listened, I think the dudes who listened to Mario and Lloyd our age like that like in 2007 who are, who are our age now like like shit people like me like personally I feel like we that type of music is labeled as hmm like underdog like side like I guess you would label side nigga music but that's where it's like those are like like you can't you can't be you can't be an amateur side and like Lloyd or like Mario like it's like you 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 ain't they ain't make them songs like they ain't they ain't talk about you like you're not the dude to sing that song to a chick or you're not the dude to for a girl to be like oh he reminds me of this song like no like you 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 have to be around for a minute like after especially when when, when Lloyd put out lay your head uh, lay, lay your head on my pillow it's like nigga what you you got you know you know how smooth you gotta be to get a girl with that song like and if you having sex to that song you know how smooth you gotta you can't you can't mess up with that song like there's just certain songs you can't mess up when when it's on like if you if you're a type of person who plays music during sex i don't know if i'm the type of person but if there's just certain songs that come on that you just you, you gotta you gotta you gotta turn up like it's your, this your turn up time like you gotta make sure when she, every time she hears this song, she remembers what you did. I don't know why I went that deep in there, but Steve, that's I don't know. See, with Willie, Willie, you're supposed to say something. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, is 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 there no credence to that, or do you not even pay attention to stuff like that? I'm just, I'm just baffled all the way. On what? On what the music has done to the people. Oh my gosh! When is oh lord? When 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 have you turned into damn sojourner truth up in here? What the hell? Since my medication started working.
I'm I'm done with that topic. We can get into some other randomness. Yeah, we went down a rabbit hole on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Cut that one a little short. Um let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Meek Mill, we're not gonna talk about uh flopping, we're not gonna talk about uh The Weekend makes history. I mean he, all right, so the weekend what did the weekend do? See, I, I have mixed feelings about this and I don't want to sound like a hater. I really don't. Did I even put it on here? I didn't because I really so the weekend apparently made history by um, being like the biggest. I'm, I'm about to sound really crazy. Hold on. Okay, the weekend. The weekend passes Michael Jackson for the highest gross tour by a black artist. Really? Uh, a record previously set by Michael Jackson, three point three hundred and thirteen million. Just got broken by the weekend's After Hours Till Dawn's stadium tour. He now holds the record for the highest grossing tour by a black artist. I want to see the numbers. I don't think this is real. Ain't nobody beating Michael Jackson. I'm biased as fuck. Michael! I love little Michael. Why'd you say it like that? Because that's how they said it in the movie. Mm. Longest, in the longest yard, he was like, "You look good, like a young Michael Jackson." I love little Michael. Yeah, he did say that. First of all, I have the the MF Doom mask is number one. I don't understand why you have that on your face. Number two, for me, he hasn't really been hitting lately. That's what and I'm that's saying. Not, he hasn't, and okay, I, I didn't want to sound like I'm just. It was just me. Like he hasn't, he hasn't really been uh, producing the way that he usually does when he's, you know. So that's where I'm just. What exactly are you selling, sir? Because if you're not selling us the trilogy tour, then I don't believe this to the to the magnitude that it should be represented. Like. Number wise, statistic wise, it could be fact. But when we're talking about artistry and performance and tours, the only people we acknowledge in that in that space is Chris Brown, Beyonce, and Drake, if you want to play that game. Why do you put Drake in this category? It's beyond me. I said I you thought you would have been game. Rihanna. No, not Rihanna. Sorry. You telling me she you're a liar. Just cause she ain't putting out shit. She could literally do a tour right now of her old shit and make millions. I didn't say she couldn't, but I just I just don't believe that. Oh God, now you're putting me in a tough spot. I, I don't mean Rihanna doesn't trump Drake. I don't even know why you would put Drake up there. What do you mean? He has he 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 has one of the greatest. I would put Lil Wayne before I said Drake. You 
Why do you Wayne, put Drake on such a pedestal? Like, I really don't understand. Oh, my gosh. It's not me putting him on a pedestal. This is statistical things that are on the board that you can look up. I'm not and – I, and I specifically said, Drake, if you want to play that game, and I don't want to play that game right now. So I shouldn't even say it. So that's on me. But I will say, like the names before, Beyonce and Chris Brown. Oh, yeah. Okay. So with that being said, I just don't see the performance aspect from the weekend to Trump or even come close to anything that comes to Michael Jackson. He voice, even, you know, vocally, we can play that game. But the last couple albums to me and to Whitley, and shit, just for the mass majority, because I'm not just speaking on us. Like that, from the whole musical standpoint, people have been saying the weekend hasn't really been on his best, on his best uh, creatively. Like the characters that he makes with his albums are very interesting, I'll say the least. But in terms of just you, you'll get you'll get one, you'll get two, you know. But it ain't he 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 ain't he ain't been having the numbers that he that he used to. So. You know, I mean, I, well, with the exception of this tour, of course, but sure. But I don't yeah, even know but, what songs he's playing in this tour. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm and listen. It's not like it's not like we're saying we're not tapped in, but the weekend hasn't really made a, a lot of noise to where we. He could, got a recent uh, album out or something. Let me go look. Phil Don. Yeah. Yes. 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 He's had he's had a couple recent albums come out, but I've listened to it. I was going to cover it on the podcast, but I forgot. <laughs> but that's the part Why where it was, it was, it was, it wasn't. Why you look it's like this? The old man? What the hell? I ain't fucking with this. I ain't even listened to that album. Yeah, I ain't listening. Yeah, the Dawn FM, you know, wasn't really the best, and, and not for nothing. This uh, this tour is has After Hours, so that that was his album that came out in twenty twenty. So I mean, again, it, it's a he's it, it's a it's a mashup between the album he did in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty two. Give me trilogy, then I'll go. God damn it! You know, listen, you don't even see. And here's the deal: we don't have to go that far anymore. I mean, we can go. We can still stay in. We can go to Starboy. We can go. We can go. Uh... I didn't really. I didn't really fuck with it. I'm telling you, the only album I fucked with was Trilogy. That's fair. That's that was fair. the literally. He had no, not one. Literally, every one of those was bangers to me. He... And when the next one, Kissland, came out, I I was like, oh, is he is he a one album hitter? Because this. I have literally have not felt the same way with any of his songs. If it's not like, I will, I will play the shit out of trilogy. I almost mm-hmm. bought that. I almost bought that CD just because I fucked with it so much. Mm-hmm. Just for the hell of it, and I don't buy CDs of artists, but I really wanted that one because it has three. What is it? Three discs? What? Whatever. I really wanted yes. that one. Yes, it has it has all three projects: uh, House of Balloons, Thursday, and uh, Echoes of Silence. Um, I, I did enjoy every one of those. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, 
the album Kisslin, I did like. I like from beginning to end. Believe it or not, I did. I did. I did like his first, and that was his debut album. So I did like Kisslin. I that had that actually holds a special place in my heart. Um, and then you know, uh, Beauty Behind the Madness in twenty fifteen. Yeah. Uh, then it was Starboy in twenty sixteen. Starboy 2016, My Dear Melancholy 18, After Hours. Highlights, we're not going to even discuss that because that's not an album. That's him rehashing shit. Um, and on FM. So, yeah, I mean, people really... I'm not going to say people. I don't know what people do because he has his own fan base. I got off the train after Starboy. After Starboy, I kind of I kind of let him, I left him alone. Um, I'm biased as shit. I got off the train. That trilogy. I'm sorry. Well, you see where I mean, we're I've at. Heard, with it. I've heard some of the other ones. Yeah, no, there's. I mean, listen, for the for the weekend fans, we apologize, but at the same time, when it comes to performances and tours, congratulations. But at the same time, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is a different tier, so we acknowledge you, but we don't care. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, five richest. Yeah, speaking of money, speaking of money, let's talk about the five richest actors. Where are they? Hey, man, I already knew uh, Tyler Perry was on that motherfucker. So, uh, at number five, we have Tom Cruise at $620 million. At number four, we have... Man, what Char- was the last time that nigga was in a movie? Who is this? Uh, he's uh, an actor in India. Yes, I meant to look him up before we got down to this topic. That's again false on me. You know, I just said in the beginning of this podcast, your boy is not on his best. So I'm trying to just who is this man? Ruka Khan movies. You know what? Uh, in the comments, I'm gonna need to check something. I'm gonna have to fact check somebody because I really do feel that way. I feel like hmm. Tom Cruise should not be on this list. I feel like Ryan Reynolds should be on this list. Oh wow! Uh, so I mean, yes. He Bollywood actor. Um, number three, Dwayne Johnson at eighty eight hundred million. At number two, Jerry Seinfeld at nine hundred and fifty million, and at number one, Tyler Perry at one billion. Apparently, this is true. I don't know how Tom Cruise. How I'm I'm a little confused right now. I don't understand how Tom Cruise is up here. Why? I feel like that's why I should go with Ryan Reynolds. Why? Because there was a there's there was a big gap. There was a big giant gap where Tom Cruise wasn't doing anything for like years. Like. He just started doing something, which is what Mission Impossible. Just started. No, I mean he 
came back to Mission Impossible. There was a period, like you, there was literally a period where Tom Cruise was not doing nothing for years. Mm-hmm. And you know that every mm-hmm. like, literally, he hasn't been doing anything. So how the fuck do you have? Okay, how the fuck are you up there with people that are actually doing something? You see what I'm saying? This goes back I... to like the weekend. Like, how the fuck did you get this? Now, Ryan Reynolds, I feel like he should be up there. Well, this is where I am not the biggest Tom Cruise fan, but I do know that his discography ranges all the way back to the late 80s, early 80s. Uh, you know, as as early as um, The Outsiders in 1983. So, and, and, and this, and even that movie grossed 25.6 million, and that was in 1983. Top Gun Maverick in 2022 grossed 718 million. I forgot that movie came out. Okay, so starting there, that's when he started doing shit again, I think. My I was nigga. like, I'm like Tom Cruise. Where the fuck he come from again? I'm gonna say it again. Top Gun Maverick in 2022 grossed 718 million. That's him getting off his ass and just saying, "Fuck it, let's do it one more time." Let's, let's make it number two. God damn it! And that and that that gross that literally grossed over a good third of his films that he's did over the 80s, like. Like none of his movies have ever grossed that much, and he was in a lot of movies that grossed in the millions, and that's when millions meant a lot in the eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. So yes, I, I okay. Definitely... Well, I can see, I can see it. I mean, that's why he was sitting on his ass for a while. Okay, I can, I can see it. Yes, Tom, and the Mission Impossible's, and see, and to be, and to your point to your point the Mission Impossibles really didn't do as much as they did versus the Top Guns so his Top Gun Top Guns are is the baby that's the baby you holding the cradle and when you put it out you better you better get as much money you better get out of it so now, it matters to Tom do your thing man that's that's how you're supposed to do it but having said that it's not like he's the he, he's, he's at number five so even though he is on that list there are actors obviously who are act- active like Dwayne Johnson who are obviously outdoing him out you know got more money and I don't know Ryan Reynolds might be in this list but he just chose not to be on the list nah he's not there he's only he's only like 350, 350 million I think you just love me some Ryan Reynolds that's what it is I do I do, I do, but there comes a time when I was like, I'm tired of seeing Ryan Reynolds State. And that time is when I went on my Alaska cruise, and everywhere in fucking Seattle, his fucking face was fucking plastered. Oh I yeah, most definitely. I said, yo, I don't, I don't want to see Ryan Reynolds' face anymore for the rest of this trip. I don't see it way too fucking much. He was literally on every fucking commercial. I'm like, how did you even get on this commercial? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Ryan Reynolds owns a good stake in Seattle. Like he has, he has a lot of business in that area. So I think his face is plastered on every commercial and, billboard. 
bro. When I tell you every fucking commercial, he got a phone commercial, he got a soccer commercial. He owns a soccer team. I'm yes. Like, I have seen the soccer commercial. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, where the fuck did he come from? Like, I didn't, I didn't even know Ryan Reynolds was doing all this shit. Why the fuck is he on the screen? Literally, every commercial was Ryan Reynolds. I was like, what the fuck? This ain't even the same commercial. This nigga is doing it. Hey man, you think you, you listen? It's the ones, it's the ones that we never expect that be putting in the hardest work. So hey man, keep doing what you're doing, right? I support it. Keep 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 putting in work and economic he, growth into Seattle. He is doing it, and I like. I think there's like a, like there's like a scene or something where how he plans his um his like like his family time or something. I can't remember, but it was like. He has to like organize the shit out of it so he can see his family because of how busy his schedule is. Um, is we legal in Seattle? Uh, yes. Ah, good job, Ryan. Good for you. Good, good. Keep on putting in work and the good people of marijuana, Seattle. I might come down there and visit you, see what type of dispensaries you done put up in there. I think it's legal. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 we're good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, we're good. We're good. Yes, yes. We'll definitely make some time to see you, Ryan Riddles. Fuck it. We might, we might put on Deadpool masks. All right. Um, mm, mm, popular speaks to me. Let's see. The first electric Lamborghini is completely sold out until the end of 2025. So a Lamborghini has gone electric, people. It's official. Exotic cars. Listen, Deanna and Rich just got their electric car. And they pre-ordered it three years ago. Wow. It's, okay. it's one of 14,000. Ooh. Fancy schmancy. Got the Rivian. Rivian. Really fucking nice. Really fucking nice. You know, that's... That's that's goals, you know, especially as I drive around um, every single I wouldn't even say gas station. I would just say like uh, like plaza or a place where pe- our cars were parked. There's a uh, gas stations or not gas stations, electric pumps, electric chargers. You could charge your car, um, plug up your car, you know, if it's running out of get running out of energy. So I yeah, like man. Deanna's Porsche, though. I fuck with Deanna's electric. That shit is sweet. Yeah, man. This is starting to become the norm. It's it's slowly but surely about to be the newest thing. Electricity. There will be no more pumps for gas. It'll be pumps of electricity of watts to to get your to eat a F. Charge up your charge up your battery. Um, but you know what's interesting. My phone, my homeboy told me, Kyle told me, and um he said that. The, the way that they charge the cars is different than actual 
cars at gas stations. So at, at a gas station, definitely, you know, you'll depending on how long you're there, if it's a full tank, you'll probably be there for like five, 10 minutes. But when you have to charge your car, your electric car, you have to sit there for a couple hours. No, you don't. Depending on what type of uh, watt car you are. are no, no, you don't. No, no, you don't. So what is the, so tell me, what is the maximum I literally, charge? I've sat there with Deanna mm-hmm. while she charged her car. From... And 20 minutes can get you 127 miles. Mm-hmm. They're not sitting there for hours. And them sitting there for 20 minutes cost them, what, $6 to charge. Bro, it's a new way of life. People out here spending 50-something dollars on a tank, 100-something dollars on a tank while them niggas over there in the fucking plug-ups spending $12. Fuck out of here, bro. My mother was like, you about to get it? She was like, you gonna get an electric car? I'll get it after I get my motorcycle, okay? Lord, here you go. Cause I don't want, I don't want just any fucking electric car. Like, no, I want that fucking Rivian. I will pay. I'll put a down payment on that shit. I let that shit bake for three years. I don't give a shit. Hmm. While I ride my motorcycle for three years. Hmm. I get my motorcycle first. You go fuck about this gas. Be room vrooming. Broom, broom. And my 400 cc's. I know that's pussy level, but I need to start off small. I can't have no 600 cc or no 1000 cc. I'm a, I'm a baby. I'm like a trainer wheel, okay? Well, yes, we want we want you safe on the road at all times. Um. All, all right, right, last I'm- topic. Last topic, and then we can get out of here. Can I? And this is this is close to your heart. The world's largest ship is five times bigger, bigger and heavier than the Titanic. Uh, Royal, the Royal Caribbean. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Royal Caribbean cruises, icon of the seas, the world's largest oh, cruise ship, oh, yeah, is no, set to debut in January 2024 in Miami. Five times bigger than the Titanic, the icon of the seas measures an impressive 1,198 feet, which is 365 meters long, and can accommodate thousands of guests and 2,350 crew members. The ship offers a range of amenities, including a central park, record-breaking water slides, seven pools, nine whirlpools, and various dining experiences while sailing on seven-night cruises across the East and Western Caribbean year-round. My nigga, I've been waiting that sail for two, two and a half years. I've been knowing about this motherfucker. Whitley, I done, I don't I done know. Seen, I done seen layouts and everything. I'm not getting on that motherfucker. Okay, World Caribbean does not. World Caribbean does not have good like good track records right now. I'm about to say, mm, no, Princess is Carnival. My bad. Wait, Princess is Carnival, right? I think so. But anyways, 
uh, Ruby Princess literally just crashed into the pier the other day. But that that's carnival. But that's a whole different brand of carnival, though. Wow. Look at you, whistleblower. Listen, I know my ships, and I don't seen the I don't seen the layout of this ship for years now. Years I don't been waiting on this layout. Not even. It's just too. It's too what? It's too big. Mm. I would I would feel very unsafe on that on that boat. I'm not even gonna lie to you. And I've been on several boats. And the fact that they said it's five times bigger than the Titanic, how the fuck did even the Titanic? Why would you compare this to the Titanic? First of all, Titanic <laughs> should be nowhere. Titanic should be nowhere near this fucking caption at all. Secondly, all ships now are bigger than the fucking Titanic. This did not. This did not need the word Titanic in this motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. Now, if they were saying it compared to Carnival's 3XL fleet of ships that they have just put out, which is the Jubilee, the fucking Mardi Gras, and the rechristening of the Celebration. Well, Mardi Gras was also a rechristening too. It used to be an old ship. It was, Mardi Gras was their very, very first ship. They renamed, they bought a ship and renamed it to Mardi Gras. This is just them bringing out bigger ships and renaming them after the ones they started with. So, yes, those three ships are classified as XL Fleet. They should have compared it to one of those in comparison. <laughs> not, not no fucking Titanic. Why was Titanic in this? Um. This is giving how they marketed the Titanic in the first place. One of the largest ships, the unsinkable ship, blah blah blah. It's giving, it's giving Titanic, it's giving first voyage. Not a good, not a good look. It looks like it just needs to tip over one time and everything's just going to slide off the back end of the ship. But I don't, I don't even want to see this boat rock side to side. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even want to see it, like, hit a wave, like, for real. That's what I'm saying. This ship looks so unsafe. Like, the back of this ship looks like all it, like, bro, it just needs to just... Oh, it looks like everything in the back is just holding it down and it's just like there's nothing in the front to weigh this out like everything is in the back of the ship everything there's like so much heavy shit on the back of this ship I I don't like mm-hmm. how this I love what they put on the ship but not how the ship is built like you see that fucking layer what layer is that is that a is that a pool in the air yeah, it looks like a uh, infinity pool, so to speak. Bro, there's legit a pool in the air above like seven floors. Nah, I'm good, yo. I'm good. I'm fucking good. That's kind of lit. That's lit, but like, that, what, bro? I'm telling you, this is not. I'm, I'm not feeling this. Them beams look real mighty and sturdy. Them green ones. <laughs> Well, we—I like was, wasn't even looking at the pillars. God 
thing. Okay, yeah. No, we listen. We hopefully that they will have a wonderful cruise to set sail in January of 2024. And we will hear the great stories about it once it happens, right? Right. Right. I I don't wish no bad luck or nothing. But I fear for my life on this. 5,610 passengers. Nah, let me Google some shit. Hold on the fucking celebration of the body bra. Matter of fact, I'm gonna Google something though. What is it? The iconic of seas of the seas. Icon of the seas. Why is the first thing I type it says icon of the seas versus Titanic? Why the fuck is this on the web? Uh, they want to show you how it 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 squares up to it. Yeah. Nothing squares. No ship is even the size of the Titanic right now. I'm telling you right now. So why would they compare? I'm, that's what I'm saying. This is not a good look. I don't. Okay, what was I doing? How many people can board the ship? No, 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 no. Let's do the Carnival Jubilee. That says Carnival Jubilee versus Royal Caribbean Icon Icon of the Seas. Okay. Carnival Jubilee versus that. Blah, 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 blah. Carnival Jubilee is still being built. And Okay, no, it's not. It's done. That's not right. The Jubilee is Carnival's most recent announced ship. It's named after the original Jubilee that said, okay, maybe they are reconstructing all the old ones. Not like from the old ones, but like they built new ones and then renamed them as the very first ships. Mm-hmm. The Jubilee is still under construction. The Carnival hasn't released itself. Blah, blah, blah. It's one year older than the Icon of the Seas, which was built in 2024. Icon of the Seas is the newest ship from Royal Caribbean and its first and a whole new class of ships from the cruise line. It will start sailing January 2024. The Icon of the Seas is still under construction. Royal Caribbean hasn't released a date. Blah, blah, blah. Ship size. The Jubilee is considered a, a large size ship coming in at... How many feet was the Royal Caribbean? Royal Caribbean? It was 1,198 feet, 365 meters. Jubilee is said to be 1,130 feet long and 137 feet wide. It's roughly 3.1 football fields as wide and is 2.6 tractor trailers. The Jubilee is 27% smaller in terms of overall tons. Okay. Number of passengers. Uh, I kind of see it has 18 floors not including deck 13 because that's an unlucky number so they don't put deck 13 fun fact they don't put deck 13 on no ship never knew that mm. uh, so if you're ever looking like oh well 13 no there's no 13th floor it goes 12 14 blah 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 uh, passengers Jubilee holds 5,400 
while the icon holds 5610 i thought that was a different number All right, let's try the Mardi Gras. That's what I'm saying. Why would you compare this to Titanic? Well, you said that. Uh, what'd you say? Uh, the Titanic is. Oh, Look at me, dogs on the podcast. Um, you the one that said that the the Titanic was the unsinkable ship, so they're trying to say that all these things that are coming with this uh cruise ship is gonna have the it's bigger and heavier than the Titanic. So yeah, don't worry. All this shit that we got is gonna hold it down without I don't know, man. Listen. Listen, man. I am not getting on that motherfucker. <laughs> Ever. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not getting on that. Your loss. Not my loss. They, they, no, no. no. Mm-hmm. 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 See, Carnival did it right. All those three ships, they are. 1,130 feet long. These motherfuckers want to overdo shit. <coughs> 1,190-something. What is that extra? Extra gonna do? <coughs> no. No, no, and no. Got my words, Got guys. January 2024. Let's hope, let's hope that if there are any, if there are any things that come, that, that, uh, from a construction issue, it happens without any passengers on board. So, nah, man, what what the fuck is this niggas? Uh, where they shit plans at? Where they going for the first sailor? I need to know. Are they going to Alaska? Oh Lord, I, I think they said they're. Let me God dang! I just I just <laughs> you know. I just had it. I just had to not delete it. Hold on, hold on. Not delete it. Not delete it. Hold on. Did you know that the Titanic is really not that far from us? It's like in New Jersey, like Canada area. Um, so, uh, where are they going? Um, I just, I just said it. Oh, this is the, oh, this is. <coughs> oh, snap. That was actually, that's actually an older one. Hmm. Um, let's see. I'm sorry. So, uh, in Miami, it's, uh, the cruise, uh, the East and Western Caribbean. And I don't know. I don't know about this one. I don't know, boss. I'm not liking it. I, I, uh, I mean, I was fucking with it at the beginning, but now that. Well, hold on. Wait a minute. We no, because <laughs> that, when, I, when I no, when I first seen the like the the stuff for it, they didn't market it with the Titanic in the name. Like I just saw. One of the biggest shits, blah, blah, blah. They never said Titanic or anything in it. Now that they put the Titanic and all that shit that's been going on, I'm not fucking with it. I'm not fucking with it at all. Negative. Well, 
the Royal, well, last last minute update, and then we can get out of here. The Royal Caribbean International's Icon of the Sea, set to be the largest cruise ship, has completed construction and embarked on sea trials. You can have all the trials you want until you put actual fucking passengers on that motherfucker. And that's when it really counts, because niggas' lives is at stake. Nah, I'm good. Well, we will keep it on that and see how it goes. All right, January 2024. We'll see ya. <coughs> All right. We'll see ya. We'll <laughs> see ya. All right, man. I'm out of here. I'm tired. I'm ready to get off this thing. Uh... Again, episode 67 of the Hot Out of Podcast. I'm you again. I'm your host, KQ Dog. And we out. We out.